0: Welcome to St James Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast features edited highlights from our online Zoom service held on Sunday, April 25th, 2021. To join us online or for more information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk.
1: the clock welcome to church can you hear me great thank you very much that's reassuring and um, so welcome to specifically St James um, the fourth Sunday in Easter I'm Frank and I'll be leading today Joe will be reflecting for us again. it's great um, Suzanne's back hurrah um, it's gonna be a live gig today you're a live gig all the music's live that's exciting so um, and Jeffrey's at the helm of the starship Enterprise, there he is. Um, I, think we, I think we all know the rules by now, so thank you, Geoffrey. Just before we start, I wanted to just say that there's a sense of change in the air here today. Um, so we can go to cafes tomorrow, I think. Um, we can even leave the country. So first chance we can, Ellie and I are leaving the country tomorrow. We're going to the land of sheep. Not New Zealand, actually, we're going to Wales. Um, so that's going to be exciting, um, and the other just for a week, and then the other the other change in the air um, is that Ian comes to Scotland. Our new rector next week arrives, and um, so this is the last chance to do something radical. That's obviously what I think, and if people let last time they let me loose on this, and if you might remember, Caroline reminded me we put all the chairs in a row. We sat like pews in church. That was quite fun, radically different. But um, actually, that's slightly more difficult this time so um actually i don't think ian's leading next week so if you've got a word of of knowledge or a, a spiritual dance keep that for next week maybe because i'm not reading but the what i was going to say was um that uh let's think a bit so we as we think today about sheep and shepherds let's think for a moment how can we best prepare ourselves to help ian be the best pastor he can be um, in God's service among us when he arrives. So let's let's be quiet as we prepare to worship God today Friend and stranger Welcome in the name of Jesus. We gather, gather together, putting our trust in, in the grace and mercy of God. God. Amen. Light has flooded the world.
0: But we have turned away, preferring darkness. God,
1: you have lifted up your Son, that we might be forgiven.
0: We have turned away, preferring self above all else.
1: God, you have offered us eternal life.
0: We have turned away, preferring earthly pleasure. Forgive us. We do not turn away any longer. We lift our faces to seek your light. We lift our eyes to see your Son. We lift our hearts to live in you forever. Amen. Amen. The Gospel reading is taken from John 10, verses 11 to 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hard hand, who is not a shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hard hand runs away because a hard hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me, just as the father knows me, and I know the father. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Give thanks to the Lord for his glorious gospel.
2: So let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. We have pictures. Everybody needs a shepherd. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday, so named because of the readings and prayers that are traditionally set out on this Sunday each year. The image of Jesus as a Good Shepherd is one of the most popular images of all. It's been used in art from the earliest of times. It's a wonderful image, but I wonder how much we really understand about it. I would like to share with you a true story about a Roman Catholic priest. Father Jack was an excellent and popular priest. But after working for many years in a large, inner-city parish, he was tired and depressed. He was beginning to question his vocation. He shared his worries with his bishop. The bishop was very wise. He gave Jack an unusual placement. He didn't send him to a new church. He didn't send him on holiday. He sent Jack to the Middle East the shadow a friend of his, a Palestinian shepherd named Ahmed. Jack was a bit confused by this assignment, but he was a good, obedient priest and he did what his bishop told him to. Jack began his work with Ahmed on the small farm where all of the family worked together to manage their animals and crops. Ahmed had a flock of 150 sheep, and early each morning he would open the gate and lead the shepherd, lead the sheep towards the nearby pasture land. He did not drive the sheep, he led them. The animals followed him obediently. Jack's job was to keep a watch for any sheep that might wander and to watch for any wild dogs or other threats. As they brought the sheep back to the sheepfold in the evening, Jack learned one of the purposes of the shepherd's staff. Ahmed used the long stick to guide the flock towards the gate. And then he lowered the staff so that each sheep had to crawl slowly under it as it entered the fold. As they crawled, Ahmed examined each animal looking for cuts or bruises or any sign of disease. He checked their ears. He looked into their eyes. He felt their joints and bodies inspecting each one. If he discovered a cut, he cleaned and bandaged it. If there were any signs of illness, he gave medicine. Every animal was thoroughly checked and treated before being tucked away for the night. Now in that region, any fertile land was given over to growing plants and crops. And Ahmed had to be careful not to allow any of his sheep to trespass on a neighbouring farmer's field. He kept his animals to the areas that were good enough to support sun grasses and ground cover, but not good enough for a crop. That was a challenge and it didn't to finish all the edible grass in one area. So Ahmed led the flock further away to find new pasture and eventually they ran out of forage within a day's walking of Ahmed's home. So they prepared to go further and camp. After spending a day in a distant place, Ahmed led the group further away and rounding a rocky outcrop, Jack saw that Ahmed was leading them into a natural deep-sided gully with rocky cliffs on three sides and man-made barriers that created a narrow entrance. It was perfect bedtime accommodation for the flock. And just as Ahmed was finishing his inspection of the sheep, there was the sound of rustling. And Jack looked up to see another larger flock with two shepherds leading them into the same encampment. They were soon followed by a third with its shepherd. And before long, the three flocks of sheep were chaotically mixed into one huge, indistinguishable herd. Jack was curious to see how this would be sorted in the morning. Jack was introduced, a fire was lit, food eaten and stories shared. And as it got darker, three of the four shepherds lay their blankets across the opening, creating a human gate, so that any sheep that might try to leave the enclosure, or any predator that might try to enter it would have to step over the bodies of the shepherds. The fourth shepherd positioned himself on top of the rocks where he kept a lookout over the surrounding countryside. Each shepherd took a turn at watch. Each time Jack woke, he looked up to see who was on duty. He noted that the lookout was always alert, always vigilant, never nodding. Just before dawn, Jack wondered how on earth they will separate over 600 sheep into the proper flocks. But he soon found out, because as the day began, one shepherd stood up and began to sing an eerie song Haunting, ethereal. Some jostling began within the herd. Then one of the larger sheep stood up, a bell around its neck, and it began to walk towards the shepherd. The shepherd turned away, continuing his song, and walked off towards the distance. And one by one, every sheep from his flock stood up and made a pathway through the other reclining sheep until the whole group had reformed, following their shepherd. Each of the other two flocks separated themselves efficiently in the same way, following the voice of their own shepherd. With time, Jack was, going, was able to tell the sheep apart. Ahmed had names for each one, usually related to a physical uniqueness. This one is Spotty. This one is Crooked deer. I call this one Rami because he looks like my father in law. One particular runt sized sheep he called Tiny. And, um, and one night, as Ahmed inspected and counted the flock, Tiny was missing. Securing the flock with a neighbouring shepherd, Ahmed grabbed some water and food and headed out into the dark. For three days, Jack waited nervously. And finally, Ahmed returned, carrying Tiny. Across his back and his leg, with his leg in a splint. The shepherds celebrated with <coughs> a feast that night, with much rejoicing. Tiny had fallen into a, into a crevice. Ahmed must have passed by three times before finding him. He couldn't reach Tiny, so Ahmed lowered himself as far as he could. And he withdrew the animal using the crook of his staff. By then, Tiny was dehydrated and in shock, so Ahmed set his leg and he carried the heavy animal on his shoulders back to safety. Months later, Jack returned home, tanned and fit, and he re-entered his priestly minister ministry with renewed vigor. He doesn't suffer from burnout anymore. He says it's because of what he learned from Ahmed. Because for Jack, Ahmed has made more real the image of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Now in the morning, Jack hears the sunrise voice of the Shepherd leading him out to the green pastures and still waters. And as Jack sets about his work and his duties in the parish, he senses the attentive, protective presence of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. He feels the security of being known intimately and personally, freeing him from anxiety He knows that if he gets lost or hurt, the shepherd will not rest until he is found and is restored. At night, Jack lets the shepherd examine his day, setting right that which has been broken and putting balm on the cuts and bruises. He commits himself to the shepherd's care. And he falls asleep in peace. Now, although we live in a very different world, and we may not know very much about sheep, one thing seems very clear. Everyone needs a shepherd. And the good news of the gospel is that we follow the most remarkable of all shepherds. A shepherd who is not like the hired hand, who when the going gets tough, runs away. A shepherd who loves each and every one of us, and just like Ahmed knows each of us by name and our individual traits and our character. A shepherd who walks ahead of us, even into the valley of the shadow of death. His shepherd's cross, now crook, now in the shape of a cross, is leading us on, prodding us when necessary, protecting us, and bringing us home in the end. Life is not easy. This past year has shown us that. It's not all still waters and green grass. We wish that it were, but until that day comes, we can know and we can hold on to this wonderful image. Jesus, the Good Shepherd, knowing that surely, his goodness and mercy and love will follow us all the days of our life. Amen.
3: Let us pray and seek the prompting of our Good Shepherd as we do. The response today, when I say, Good Shepherd in your mercy, if you would reply, Hear our prayer. Good Shepherd in your mercy.
1: Hear Um, our prayer.
3: As we pray for the world, John encourages us in the reading we heard earlier to love not in word or speech, but in truth and action. We pray for this, your world, that you have entrusted to us to steward well. As the world prepares for COP26 later this year, we pray that you would guide us individually and as a church and as a nation to love this world in truth and in action, to do all that we can to reduce the impact of climate change. Good Shepherd, in your mercy, hear Hear our our prayer. prayer. As we pray for the nations of the world, we pray for the leaders of the nations, that they too may love their peoples, not in word or speech, but in truth and in action, that they may seek the common good, rather than to boost their own power and interests. Thank you for signs of hope this week, for a small beginning to justice being done in the USA. And we pray now for those places where it's harder to see signs of hope. For the peoples of Myanmar, for the Uyghur people, for the peoples of Northern Ireland. Good Shepherd, in your mercy, hear Hear our our prayer. prayer. We pray for our own nations, that our own leaders too may grow to love their people, not in word or speech, but in truth and in action, which at times seems far from their current behaviour. We pray that they may seek the common good rather than to boost their own power and interests that we may become a society marked by sharing rather than by inequality. Thank you for the elections coming up at the beginning of May, for the opportunity to hold our leaders to account. We pray that you would prompt us to use our votes wisely. Good shepherd in your mercy hear Hear our our prayer. prayer we pray now for our own community here at St James's we thank you for our new rector Ian moving up to Leith this week and we pray for Ian and Fiona as they say their farewells in Sheffield please help us to welcome them into our community here at St. James's and in Leith. We ask that you would bless this new chapter in our life together at St. James's and pray that we would be open to all that you are calling us to. Good Shepherd, you see our longings and how much we're looking forward to being able to meet one another again. We pray for all those for whom meeting virtually like this is difficult, especially for our families, our children and young people, and for those who've had enough of virtual reality. We pray that you would bless them with a knowledge of your presence, And enable us to see each other soon. Good Shepherd, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus said, I know my own, and my own know me. We pray now for ourselves and for those we love and are concerned for today, each known to Jesus, our Good Shepherd. In the coming week, I pray that you may find that you are not wanting, but lying down in green pastures, and being led by quiet waters. May you find Jesus restoring your soul and leading you in paths of righteousness. May you fear no ill, but know Jesus' presence and comfort. may your cup overflow may you know goodness and mercy in the coming week and find that you are dwelling with god good shepherd in your mercy hear Hear our our prayer. prayer amen
1: come to sharing food and drink. Lord Jesus Christ, gathered in your name, we bind ourselves to you and to each other in the tasting of food and drink, symbols of nourishment and sharing. As we break bread as you did with your friends, help us to recognise you in all people, places and situations. Amen. God, you, mercy, Savior, Savior, and God. And on our heads and on our houses Bless Bless you, Lord, Lord. Of God in our coming and going peace, peace of,
3: peace of, God, of God, God
1: in our life and believing Love Love God. God. at our end and new beginning
2: amen